Hey guys, and welcome to Gameplay Radio here on Radio Free Brooklyn. I'm your host as always, Aaron, with uh, a very, very exciting show today because today, my fellow listeners, is my one year anniversary of doing Gameplay Radio. And I am just so excited. So the first Sunday in May of last year, I decided that I wanted to play really just all sorts of RPGs with a lot of different people, friends, family, uh, creative people in Brooklyn and New York and elsewhere. I really just wanted to kind of showcase the fact that stories are everywhere and games are everywhere and if you just gather people around to play and experiment and to try something new, you can have a hell of a good time. So I'm incredibly pleased to have made it this far. And thank you to anyone who's listening for listening as well. It's been a journey. I feel like I've done a lot and yet nothing at all. Um, and we'll see what happens next. I have with me today, I thought as a little treat to myself and to the listeners, two of the people who I started my first ever show with, Kelly and Katrina, and uh, two more of my friends they've multiplied. That's Hadley and Teddy. Why don't you guys all say hi? Hi. Hello. Hello. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, we can't all be in the studio together this time, um, but I am very happy to have you guys do this. Thank you for uh, coming on my show again. Happy to. Yeah, we yeah. love you and your show. It's <laughs> fun. I love you guys too. And um, I usually do an interview portion at the beginning of the hour, and I want to spend a lot of the time playing because I am really fucking excited for the game we're going to play today. But um, I thought it would be interesting if maybe this time I did a little bit of talking about myself, maybe uh, answered some questions. I have told my friends here to uh, equip themselves with uh, questions, uh, but I do also have two from some listeners as well, and I'll just kind of talk for a little bit and then we'll play some games. So I guess we should get the uh, official fan questions out of the way. So the first one that I have is, who do you think was the best D&D character you created this year? So I do play Dungeons and Dragons on my own time. I think I've talked about it several times here. I have like kind of a private game and I've played a couple of other RPGs as well. And it's all been, it's all been a lot of fun. I have to say, I think that I have most fun with characters that I spend more time with. I feel like sometimes you get into a character and you realize, oh no, I really don't like this character. But sometimes, you can, like, I feel like once you get to know them and get comfortable with them, you can have a lot of fun with your character. So in my private game, I play a halfling wild magic sorcerer. I made the story that he lived basically as a farmer in, like, no man's land for, like, the first 99 years of his life and then found out that uh, his small town was basically being fucked with by a god. And he said, fuck this, and decided to leave after he got struck by lightning and got magic powers, hence the wild magic sorcerer part of it. But I just, I really, he's just fun. I think because he's a chaotic neutral character and he just says and does whatever the fuck he wants. And he just uh, has a great time. I think it's really fun to play some play a character who like isn't afraid to just do things. So I think that's definitely one of my favorite characters. Um, another question that I got was, uh, what suggestions do you have for older gamers who are trying to learn more about D&D? &D? So this question, uh, 
is great because I kind of like to say that, you know, D&D can be for anyone. I'd say the best way to learn is in practice. I think looking for places to play in person, I feel like is really the best option. So look for uh, your local board game store or like board game cafe, anywhere that sells uh, games and kind of ask them. In most big cities, there's at least one place where you can find someone who can point you in the right direction of somewhere to meet people. The place I go, um, you can pay them to set you up in a group with a DM, like a professional dungeon master who will teach you the ropes and teach you at your level. Um, so that's definitely a way to do it. If you're, in, if you're curious about making sure that you're meeting with people at your own level or a certain type of mind, um, there are places online where you can go to try to find a group in your area. Just in February, I had a um, representative of a website called Crawler, C-R-A-W-L-R on uh, as a place to look for groups. There's also the online website Roll20, R-O-L-L-2-0, um, where people often join games online that way. I think that there are a myriad of ways to try to find that. You really just gotta get, get out there, be open, be honest, and be a little vulnerable too. Other fan question that I have before I put my friends to the test is, what is your vision for the next year of gameplay radio? I'm gonna be honest, uh, <laughs> it's just more games. Like, I feel like my vision is just to hopefully continue what we've started here and see where it takes us and try to tell more stories. I would love to have some people, some guests who are willing to come back on for more consistent, like longer storytelling, because uh, as many of you have heard and listened to um, over the past several months, sometimes I get so wrapped up in the story, I have to cut it off really quick at the end of the hour. So um, I would absolutely love to create more of those stories, but really I just want to get out there, meet more people, meet more people in Brooklyn and New York who are from different backgrounds, different experiences, like people who have maybe never played a role-playing game, but are just down to try something out and kind of advertise what they're interested in uh, from all different walks of life just to play, you know? Just want to meet cool people. I feel like that's kind of what we're all trying to do here. And I hope that anyone who's listening is uh, willing to do the same. But uh, those are the those are the fan questions. Do we have any? Do you guys have any others? My my loyal friends. Yes, I see a, a hand raised from Katrina. <laughs> As we all raise our hands. Yeah. Um, my I think my first question for you, Aaron, is what's something that has surprised you in your one year of gameplay radio? It can be a pleasant surprise or a not so pleasant surprise, but something from your year that reflecting on you're like, wow, I can't believe that happened. <laughs> I think what surprised me is honestly how how much joy people have gotten out of it. I sometimes worry when I reach when I reach out to guests who I don't, maybe I've never met them before, or maybe, you know, I don't know, like they've never played before. I always kind of worry that it's going to be an experience where they don't enjoy themselves or it's awkward or uncomfortable or they're not into it. But honestly, I feel like every single time I come in here, I am, I, it's just, it's fun. People are open to trying new things. And even if they're a little uncomfortable, they just try shit out and it's either it's hilarious or it works um, or it works and it's hilarious. And um, I think the, the uh, number of people who come in here who I didn't know how it was going to go and then it went well, 
has been great. So I guess that's, I guess I'm most surprised by success. <laughs> that's not a therapy thing, is it? <laughs> Anyone else? More questions? I have a question. Yeah. Uh, so what's been your favorite role-playing game that you tried this year? Oh boy, my favorite that I've tried this year. Um, honestly, as many rules as there were and as haphazard as I made it for the Star Wars RPG, I kind of enjoyed the fact that it exists. I, and I thought that was a lot of fun. Honey Heist game that I played was a hell of a good time, but I've played that one multiple times before, so I know how fun that one can be. I'm also just super really, <laughs> really fucking excited for the game we're gonna play today. So um, that's another one. And I think, yeah, I think maybe one more question and then let's let's keep on moving. I've got, I've got a deep dive question for you. Ooh, okay. Um, so, I want to ask, what do you feel like has changed, or like, how do you feel like you as a person have changed from the experience of game mastering? Um, so, like an example would be, I know that mm. when you first started this, you talked about, um, you know, you'd set up a scenario and your players would react completely differently to what you expected them to, you know, and maybe that's something where like that translates to being prepared for something expected outside of playing games. That's that's an interesting thought. That's an interesting thought for sure, and an interesting question. Um, I definitely feel like, in terms of of game mastering and especially doing it in such a short period of time as an hour, you have to be willing to really just make things happen. I I I would hope it would have affected me in a way that made me more of an like an active and open person. Um, I think that's something that you know, I need to meditate on a little bit more, but I think it's definitely made me open to the fact that stories are not hard to tell. I think it's given me maybe a little more confidence in the fact that if I just try something, most people are, are willing to try it too. Anyway, uh, before I get too emotional, uh, I guess we should keep going along because it's been long enough of me just chatting. Uh, yay. Um, Let's 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 play some game. Um, but first, before we play some game, I do also have to do our uh, on-air reads for the station because we are still a radio station that um, could use your help. So let us do this one little read, and then we're gonna get into some fun. Friends, COVID-19 is disrupting everyone's lives right now, and Radio Free Brooklyn is no exception. We want you to know that we have made every effort to ensure the health and well-being of our hosts, staff, and the community at large. We've closed both our studios and canceled live events, but our hosts are still doing their best to continue bringing new original programming by broadcasting live and pre-recording from their home studios or by selecting the best rebroadcasts of their past shows. Uh, when most of our revenue streams evaporate we really need your help. We realize you may be hurting too, but if you can afford a small donation, it would go a long way toward helping us stay on air. There are three ways you can help. First, you can give a one-time or monthly donation by going to radiofreebrooklyn.org donate. There, you'll find some great t-shirts, mugs, and other swag that we'd like to send you to say thanks. You can also use your phone to text RFBGIVE5, that's the number 5, to 44321. It only takes a moment and you'll be able to use your digital wallet for your donation. Finally, if you shop on Amazon, uh, you can go to amazon.com smile and register Radio Free Brooklyn as the nonprofit you wish to support. When you do, a percentage of your sales will go to RFB and it will cost you nothing, but I would suggest you check 
what is happening with the strikes at Amazon first before you do. No donation in general is too big or too small. Uh, whatever you can afford to give will make a huge difference. We thank you from the bottom of our hearts and wish all of our listeners health and happiness as we weather the storm together. Okay, let's go. We're going to be playing quite the game today, and I'm very excited. We're going to be playing Warrior Poets. I've been trying to get people to play this game with me for like months, and I'm so fucking happy that I've finally managed to make it happen. Warrior Poet is a game created by Grant Howitz, uh, who, as you know, I've played a lot of his games over the year. The idea is that my players are going to be playing these Warrior Poets. Um, the description here is that in the final days of the ancient and crumbling empire of the moon, warrior poets of peerless beauty roam the lands. They are inspirational leaders, shrewd diplomats, fearsome fighters, and passionate lovers. Uh, they can break free of the bonds of space and time. They can move the stars and the heavens if it pleases them. Their passion creates lush valleys and orchards of cherry blossoms. Their anger, great wastelands. Their sadness, monsoon rains. And their portrayal, vicious blizzards. All beauty ends. Uh, come the end of the year, uh, the warrior poets will lose their power. Uh, they will die at their own hand or the hands of another, or they will fade away to nothing. These are the warrior poets. They're going to be playing this game where they have to basically travel along. They have been picked by this immortal emperor who runs the crumbling empire of the moon for their tasks. And just to set the scene a little bit more before I uh, tell my players to introduce themselves, um, here's a little introduction that I kind of pasted together as well and the setting that we're going to use because there are several settings that you can kind of choose and different types of like groupings that you can do but this is the one that I chose. So in the wooded mountainous empire of the moon the great clans vie for your superiority through cunning, brutality, tenacity, and war. Uh, the immortal ghost emperor has appointed these warrior poets to roam the land and defend the empire and to lead the people to solve the problems that threaten to tear it apart from within. But most of all, he appoints them to create haikus. Uh, tales of love and loss, of great beauty and betrayal, of fire and blood and death. The immortal emperor, the immortal ghost emperor, is weary from his rule since time immemorial. And although the land is dying and the people are restless, he cares only to revive the emotions he can only feel when he reads haiku, because that is when he is transported to his youth. He can hear the clash of steel, see the beauty in a drift of snow, taste blood in his mouth, feel silk gripped tight between fingers, ooh, and uh, smell the scent of blossom as ca that cascades down from a cherry tree. Uh, he has been known to grant favors and good fortune to those who can provide him such things. So, uh, these lovely warrior poets are going to be trying to manage this entire empire and also try to write haikus during duels um, to hope for favors from the immortal ghost emperor who appointed them this reign. And we'll get into the logistics of that later, but yes, they are going to have to write haikus, which is really like the one thing I'm most excited about. So of course, because their characters are so very important to the story that we have set up here, um, I would love to invite uh, my players, my friends, my amazing people to kind of describe the badass characters that they have created for this story. Um, 
Teddy, would you like to start? Sure, yeah. Uh, so my character's name is Perry Kalo. Uh, he has been appointed as the Archibus of the Owl Clan. The favored season is autumn, and the Owl Clan uh, prizes uh, studies and intelligence above all else, wisdom above all else. His most beautiful quality is his curiosity, though it sometimes leads to more trouble than good. Uh, his style, uh, his robes... Uh, uh, are, are crafted from a special fiber uh, found in a swamp moss. Um, and uh, it's a burnt orange color with veins of red creeping along every inch of it. Uh, where stitching is employed to bind the garments together, new veins have grown and wrapped around the thread, making it a true living garment. He needs to water it at least once a week. Uh, he was a chemist before going into politics. Um, his hair is usually unkempt, and after a minor lab accident, his hair now continuously shifts colors and has a vague, smoky scent. Uh, his sword uh, is usually wrapped around his waist. It is segmented in different chain uh, components, uh, and he wears it as a belt. When he does need to battle, he grabs hold of the hilt, and his body heat activates a chemical within the core of the blade, which then makes it rigid. Uh, in order to release the chemical for uh, to stow the blade back around his waist, there's a button that ejects the chemical from the pommel. The chemical itself is hazardous, if not handled appropriately. Very cool. Uh, thanks. How about Hadley? Do you want to go? All right. So I took a little bit of inspiration from my character from my one of my favorite childhood books. It's the Sight by Clement Davies. So if any of you have read that, you might recognize some things. Um, but my character's name is Fel Lightspear, and uh, he's the leader of the Wolf Clan, um, which favored season is spring. Uh, his rank is Chief Draga. Draga means alpha in the wolf language, so he's basically the chief alpha. <laughs> um, wolf Clan is known for being great hunters and archers, and they're bold and vigorous. The most beautiful thing about Fel is that uh, he has a lot of empathy. It's as if he can see the world through other people's eyes. And uh, his style is that he was a world-renowned hunter, but then he suddenly quit, and he now is a vegetarian. Um, it is rumored that he was cursed with the sight. Um, his eyes are said to glow in unnatural gold. Uh, his robes are black, and they're tightly bound to his person, and he has gold detailing discreetly etched into the fabric. He basically looks like a ninja. Uh, his robes are designed to blend in with the night and allow him to sneak effortlessly. Uh, his sword is actually a dagger, because he doesn't really like having a clunky sword. Um, it's sharp and inconspicuous in gold, and he likes that it's unpredictable and it doesn't betray his intentions. And the glint of his gold dagger is the last thing his enemies see before they die. Ooh. <laughs> and, <Spook>. uh, <laughs> Um, and he doesn't have a pistol. He doesn't believe in pistols. Uh, he thinks they're less honorable and they don't require any skill or discipline, which are traits that he deems paramount. Instead, he uses a bow and arrow. And although he doesn't hunt, he will not hesitate to fight with vicious accuracy. He feels justified in doing so. And uh, his desires are he wants to right the wrongs of the world in whatever manner he sees fit. So I kind of think of him as being chaotic good. And uh, he wants to fall in love with someone who can understand the burden he carries and love him in spite of it. Aw. 
just so wants sounds... to be loved. <laughs> Don't we all? Don't we all? <laughs> sounds a little moody. <laughs> I mean, that's what we're all about here, though. I mean, did you listen to the description? I mean, did he's you, definitely you a poet. It? He's definitely like a, a fierce romantic, a little sappy. Excellent. Good. Yes. Uh, we'll Katrina. see how romantic you are. Oh. <laughs> oh dear. Um, oh my. Yes. So my character is, um, his character rank is Grand Mountain, and my name is Honey Bear of the Bear Clan, uh, which mm-hmm. favors summer. We are great guardians and warriors, strong and fearsome. The most beautiful thing about me are, is my incredible strength and fierce loyalty. Um, just a bit about my style. Um, so I was a great forager of honey before I came into power and also I'm perpetually a bit sticky because of my love of honey and I'm surrounded by a few bees that are my friends (laughs) and um, I have um, my robes are golden yellow with bee netting details that drape the edges of my robes and make up for a dramatic bee net hood and my sword is a double ended sword with a leather handle that binds the two blades together which are made of the hardest stone from my mountain. Um, They haven't broken yet. Um, And I carry my sword um, in a sheath on my back. My pistol is an antique wooden percussion pistol that makes a loud shot with large bullets that are inserted with poisonous honey that will kill whoever is shot with them within an hour if they are not healed. I am Honeybear. So just to clarify, you're actually a bear? I think I am actually a bear. That's pretty cool. Just so you all know. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but I, but I, but we can friends. all understand each other, and it's fine. Yeah, he's he's a bear, bear man, man bear, bear. He's a bear. Yep, perfect. Uh, and last but not least, Kelly, who are you playing? Uh, my, so my character's name is Unwavering Flame. She's part of the Iron Clan, which is favored in winter. Um, the Iron Clan are smiths and builders that are determined and implacable. Um, her rank within the Iron Clan is Marchioness of the Valley Breeze. Um, so before she came to power, she was a great architect and builder. Um, she helped design and build the Sky Temple, which we'll get into later. Um, and she carries this gravitas that makes her seem rooted to the earth. Um, but her most beautiful feature is de great is her grace um because despite her like muscular frame and her really like short hair um which is kept short because she used to work you know in like around smith's furnaces and things um she moves with this like great fluidity um her robes have this sort of motif of nature so that at the bottom it's these um it's roots that sort of transition into leaves, into blossoms, into just floating petals. Um, that's sort of about like the sturdiness of nature. Um, in terms of weapons, um, she wields both a smith's hammer and a sword, like sort of dual handed weapons. Um, the hammer is named Thunder and it's indestructible and has um, like geodes at the base, um, and the storm is named the sword. Excuse me, the sword is named Storm. That's gonna be a tongue twister. Um, <laughs> and is sort of gently curved, and then has this like very intricate um, handguard. Uh, and then her pistol is like sort of standard for the Iron Clan. Um, it's just a gray revolver, but it has this sort of um, patterned relief on it that are reminiscent of both iron ore veins and like 
actual blood vessel veins, um, and its bullets are said Sick. to dive really deep. So all of these four warrior poets have been assigned um, to roam the lands and tell their stories and fall in love. Um, in fact, they also have quite a few uh, bonds with each other. Um, and they have been instructed to choose someone that they hate and someone that they love. Um, or if they didn't, then I rolled for them, so then randomly assigned it because, you know, whatever, the rules are your own. Um, so uh, they also have these interesting interactions with each other. Uh, would you guys like to share that before we go into like story? I know we've been talking a lot, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. I mean, it's a radio show. There's going to be a lot of talking. That's true. <laughs> um, so uh, Archibus Kylo's uh, bonds are I love unwavering flame because her prowess in her craft uh, is impeccable and she has the utmost respect for progress. Um, however, her ingenuity only goes so far. If she only went under my tutelage, she could be something wonderful. Uh, and I hate Chief Dragafell Lightspear because he's an uppity, self-righteous doof, but I respect his honorable nature. Thanks, really appreciate that. Hey, I <laughs> call it my like I see description. it. <laughs> <laughs> Fel, would you like to go next? Sure. So, I'm just going to lead with this. I hate Archibus. So I get the, that a lot. Yeah. Um, uh, Perry Cielo. <laughs> um, because he is blinded by his pursuit of knowledge and has no grounding in reality. But I think we could be allies one day because he lacks the bloodlust that I so despise. So you're like a little bit of a pacifist. And I'm like, eh, I kind of, I kind of get that. Um, I love Honey Bear because I admire his loyalty, but he's married and he's really loyal to his wife. So that's the downside. <laughs> so probably nothing's going to happen the there. Yeah. Well, you don't know. Something could happen. You don't know. I don't know. I'm when they're, pretty loyal. <laughs> when, they're when their beautiful trait is loyalty, I figured it was a no-go. Um, also a bear. Also, also a bear. <laughs> and yeah, actually, that, that makes bestiality definitely a thing we need to... Just to say what fell I spears into... Um, but speaking of which, I love, um, Honey Bear loves Felite Sphere because, yes. he thinks, because he thinks he is an honorable and respectful man. And so that's, that's what I, that's what I, but well, I do you. also think he's a little full of himself, though a little too into himself. Um, <laughs> and I, and I hate Perry, um, similar to Fel, uh, because I think he is pretentious, uh, but I acknowledge that he is actually smart and can be helpful. Wonderful. And last but not least. Yeah, I was gonna say, shall I wrap this up? But, yeah. um, so my character both loves and hates uh, Chief Draga Fell Lightspear. I think we're gonna use your full name every time we refer to you. <laughs> Seems to be the case. <laughs> Um, so I like sort of fell in love with, with Fel Lightspear because he like helped show me the beauty of nature, um, but he also broke my heart. Um, and I think a lot of that has to do with sort of custody over the Sky Temple, which we'll get into in a minute. Um, so I also hate Fel Lightspear because he broke my heart and he was the person that I loved most in the world. 
See, and for me, I feel like, because I actually rolled for my hates and loves, and um, Unwavering Flame didn't come up, so I'm like, I'm probably neutral towards Unwavering Flame, but I'm struck by... It's like even worse. It's like, you're the person I love you the most in the world, and you're just like, eh, you're fine. Just full-on apathy. You could have loved them before. (laughs) I know what I mean. I am struck by her indescribable grace, but (laughs) I'm also feeling, like, betrayed because of the stuff with the Sky Tower. Yeah. So. Well, uh, you'll, hopefully you'll work it out because as the game describes, um, love and hate is fluid. So you can um, forgive hatred or forget love or fall in love with other people. What about neutral? <laughs> neutral is also acceptable. And, you know, you only have to do it all in 20 minutes. Exactly. <laughs> ah! Um, well, so more like 26 right now, but we'll see how that goes. Um, okay, so... These uh, people who have all these different um, drama amongst each other also have to deal with the drama, of course, of dealing with a crumbling empire. So they're also dealing with a number of different problems. These we also kind of agreed upon amongst ourselves. Um, But I'm just going to read these off, and then we're finally going to get playing. So the first problem that they have is that... uh, Uh, an evil antagonist, uh, Red Herring and their dastardly army, is making preparations to invade the Empire because they wish to silence all beauty uh, and they will come to the catastrophic war come winter unless a solution is provided. Um, Another conflict is that the ownership of Sky Temple, this beautiful uh, temple that was created um, by Unwavering Flame, is causing conflict between the Iron Clan and the Wolf Clan. Uh, And one will fall come winter if this continues unabated. The Iron Clan is, of course, the clan of Unwavering Flame, and the Wolf Clan is the clan of um, Chief Draga. Chief Draga uh, fell light <laughs> Chief Draga fell of course. Please excuse me. <laughs> so these are the things that uh, they have to deal with along with dealing with each other. The idea is that we are going to go through the seasons, but obviously we'll, we will not get to winter in this uh, short hour. Um, but we are going to be playing. We're going to go around in seasons. They're all going to state something they want to do. If someone objects to something that they're doing, Uh, Then we will go into a duel, um, and we'll see if that happens. But let us start it off. It is now spring, and um, beautiful uh, pink and yellow flowers are finding their way uh, through um, the remaining dusting of snow that uh, is still lingering on the ground in the woods, on the tops of trees, and on the tops of the mountains. The bird song has come back to life, and it seems like everything is just on the verge of like thrumming back into existence once again. We go in order of whoever is, whichever clan is favored depending on the season. Uh, this time, uh, it because it's spring, that's going to be the wolf clan, which means Chief Draga fell light sphere. Uh, so Chief, what would you like to do? So we've just come out of the winter. So people, uh, my people are coming out of their dens and uh, we want to feel safe and secure. So I want to banish dangerous outsiders from Sky Temple because they threaten my clan. Should I just go ahead and say, this will not stand? This cannot stand? <laughs> <laughs> I do not want to get into it that fast. <laughs> sure, I mean, I guess we are. I, I, I figured that that was what I was supposed to do, so. <laughs> This is what I want. <laughs> okay. I'm like I, I built this temple to be for all people, um, and built it 
in the wolf clans on the wolf clans lands because I was in love with Fell Light Spear at the time. But since he is now trying to banish people from the temple, this cannot stand. We will duel. We, we will duel. Okay. <laughs> we will Great. Duel. I have my side of the story, but. <laughs> okay, so we're now going into a duel. Um, both of you should ask if you want help. I would like help. <laughs> oh, what? wait, there's I'll a term, so say. <laughs> yeah, there's there's like- Will a... anyone help me succeed? Honey and... Bear will help me succeed. How dare. I knew I could count on you, Honey Bear. <laughs> will anyone help me stop them? Uh, yeah, I'm with Unwavering Flame here. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Oh yeah, oh yeah. We have allies. I'm sure there's a really great library in the Sky Temple, and <laughs> I know for a fact the Owl Clan is going to need access to that library. Very true. <laughs> Amazing. Some great reading nooks in the Sky Temple. Oh, love it. Okay, so now that we have chosen factions, um, the two sides must decide what the stakes are. What is going to happen if uh, one of them wins or the other? Hmm. So have uh, so yeah, I mean it can be as it can be as simple as like uh, you know um, should they succeed then the Wolf Clan will um, successfully have control over the Sky Tower. Sounds good. I'm down for that. And then if (laughs) If, if you you lose, it has to remain open to all travelers. Mm. Okay. (laughs) All right. Well, sounds sounds like we have stated our goals. It's like and a turn on that. Like an immigration so- debate, right? Here. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Um, so, what kind of duel is this going to be? Obviously, battle and weaponry is like very standard. But also note that this can be anything, so long as it's beautiful. So it can be horse riding. It can be a dance battle. It can be ghost summoning. It can be um, really ghost anything. Summoning. It could be like painting or a race to the finish or anything that you want. I feel like I'm just trying to tear down your wall. Well, I was thinking almost to a dance. Too much. <laughs> so, so, uh, Fellite Spear, are you feeling ghost summoning or are you feeling a dance? What do you feel? Can my dance summon the ghosts? <laughs> Obviously. Yeah, I mean, you can make that happen. I think it's just, you have to agree on, like, what you guys are going to be working off of, like, for I would like, of what happens. I think, like, you know, dancing to summon my woven ancestors and the spirit of the wolf for, especially with, like, spring being my season, like, mm-hmm. yeah. no, I got a lot of spiritual vibes. So, cool. so ghost summoning. Sure, let's do it. Via dance. Via yes. dance. <laughs> Via dance. Ghost a, dance. A ghost dance off. Great. <laughs> it's the perfect yeah. Patrick Swayze movie. Because <laughs> well, I wouldn't want to like battle Unwavering Flame, like kill Unwavering Flame, because I'm still like something there. You broke my heart. Doesn't mean I want to kill you. I'm neutral. Oh, oh my god. So he's, he's I... neutral, but there's something there. Interesting. Yeah. So this is like the the worst story of your worst ex. Uh huh. Um, am I? I guess am I trying to sort of like, I don't know, dispel the ghosts? I guess to to make sure that they're not guarding the entrance to the temple. To you know, like, even if they're just like released into the rest of the wolf. If that's uh, how you'd like to play it. Yeah, that I'm I'm trying to keep the entrance and the path to, to the temple them, clear. Okay. 
So I don't need to reason with ghosts. Diplomacy with ghosts. <laughs> no, I'm just like, be gone. You are banished. Why? Why would you negotiate with ghosts? Um, okay. Negotiate? Huh? Ah, uh, uh, oh, thank I'll you. Go home. <laughs> you are home, actually. <laughs> so, um, okay, so that's generally the setup. Now we go into a bit of a description. So back and forth, I want um, Unwavering Flame and Chief Dragonfell Lightspear to describe a li- like describe the setting, like give us a visual into it, like one sentence at a time. And as you guys are describing what you're all doing, like what your characters are doing, what the setting is like. As soon as one of you is satisfied, you say the words, I begin to write, and then we will go into the first round of haiku battle. Not nerve-wracking at all. Yeah. yeah. All right. I'm sure you, listen, I love you guys. Thank you for doing this. (laughs) Uh, I run like a rushing river up the mountain to the sky temple. Descend from the heavens to block your path to the front door. I sidestep around you and use my powerful thighs to jump into the air with unimaginable height. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, just give me a minute about your powerful thighs. I entreat the the vines on the surrounding trees to shoot forth and grab your ankles to pull you back down to the earth. Can I help? Or no? This is and just sheath them. my golden just dagger and cut at the vines with ease. With ease is a bit much. Um, <laughs> I weren't much of a fight. I, I take my pistol and and aim squarely for you. Oh, you guys were doing a dance off. Yeah, it seemed like this was going to be dancing, and now it's really violent. <laughs> I thought the haiku was the dance. <laughs> no, the, the duel. Like this is part of it. Okay, I I stare Jumping you in the be eyes. Part of the dance. Jumping can be, listen, I'm sure you use powerful thighs for dancing. (laughs) I hate to to be that person, but if I'm literally aiming at him with my pistol, does that mean that we should begin to write? I stare, I stare into his eyes. One of you has to do it, y'all. I can't do it for you. I just, I just, well, so I don't know when is the best time, like, can either person say I begin to write? Either of you, either of you, at any time. I, I um, think well, I begin I stare- to write because I'm like I'm literally <laughs> pointing a pistol at you. Great. I stare into your eyes and I dare you to shoot me. But she's writing now. Okay. Well, so now you begin to write. So you've said the words I begin to write. So that means that both of you need to come up with the first line of a haiku. Oh goodness. And tell me what that line is. And um, the the idea is that the ghost emperor is going to decide which line is better. That's going to be me because I am the self-assigned emperor <laughs> um, from beyond. And I will choose. So go ahead and write. And I think um, for for timing's sake and so that we can get the other crew involved, they'll, they'll um, conduct the next round. So they'll do the second round of this because the idea is that they're going to basically write these haikus um, or they're going to write one line. I'm going to choose a line I think is best, and that's going to be the quote-unquote winner. Uh, the winner gets an extra dice, which we'll get into once the duel is over. Uh, and then at the second round of haiku, um, 
both people, both teams have to use that first line, the winning line, and then write a second line and those compete against each other. So they're kind of working together to write one haiku, but also against each other as well. Ooh, ah. <laughs> Probably and I are both like hunkered down on these screens, like, oh yeah. God, right, right, right. Dude, dude, yeah, like, dude. Just do one line of five syllables, right? Okay. Five syllables. Honey Bear and I write the second line, right? Yeah. Yeah. The drama. <laughs> you know, I don't know why I like haikus so much, but I really like haikus. Excellent. <laughs> We're glad that you do, Aaron. I'm, I'm excited to read some of your haikus after this. Aaron, also, I'm letting you decide like when you're gonna call time on us. Um, yeah, I, I have. I, I'm just. I was just waiting for y'all to be ready. I didn't I, know if there was I a have, time. I have five syllables. Really good syllables. I don't know. Are you? I mean, are you ready? Should I be having a timer? Yeah, sure. Let's do it. Well, I mean, at this point, you guys have had plenty of time, so I think whatever you've got, you both Does ready. Does the attacker go first? Does I think I don't think it matters, does? but if I mean attacker, go right ahead. I grasp your hand tight. I don't like it. <laughs> Is that your line? No, it's not. Sorry. <laughs> It's also four syllables. Yeah. Uh, fuck, what did I write down? Can I read my own handwriting? <laughs> it was just 30 seconds ago. <laughs> you got this. I had vines drifting in wind. Okay. Hmm, how sentimental am I today? I'm pretty sentimental. I grasp your hand tight as the winner. Yes. Boo. All right, so that team gets an extra dice, which we'll go over next time. Okay, round two, uh, we're going to start off with another set of sentences alternating between the two about what's going on. Um, now, again, because we're limited on time and I want to make sure everyone gets to play, um, we're going to have Honey Bear and also uh, Perry, <laughs> um, Archivist Perry, uh, conduct this next round. Um, Don't let me down, so Archivist. Uh, you guys go back and forth. Come on, honey bear. Then uh, we'll go into the second line of haiku. So we're going back and forth describing what's happening. Do yeah. we pick up? Do we pick up from the hand or from or from before the haiku? No, from the from hand, before because you're doing. Oh. No. So the hi so the haiku in general like describes what's like what happened in the battle, but like. Okay. It's it's start wherever you want to. Oh, you right. describe and then you do the rest of the haiku later when you say yeah. right. Are we yeah. describing their characters or are we or describing what our characters are doing? You can describe what your characters are doing. All right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, um, like, yeah. <laughs> Get in there. You guys are helping then, out, so. Then um, <laughs> I, I believe that um, I am dancing uh, beneath uh, Fell Lightspear as he majestically jumps into the sky and I'm doing some sort of like chant trying to summon the ghosts. Uh, as the sky begins to crack open, uh, Archibus <laughs> uh, runs up the wall of the sky temple chanting something ethereal. <laughs> That works. Um, as as Fell Light Spear reaches for 
Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry, Kelly. What's uh, unwavering flames hand? Mm-hmm. Um, I am nervous and try to stop their embrace. Uh, Archivist reaches the top of the sky temple uh, and places a single beacon that reverberates a dull droning tone. I begin to write. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. So both of you guys have to start off from the first, so you guys are both writing the second line, but you have to use it based off of the first line, which was, I hold your hand tight. I grasp your hand tight. I grasp your hand tight. So now you have to write the second line and- Seven syllables. <laughs> uh, we'll give you a minute to do that because this is difficult and you know, chatting, Chatting is what chatting does, you know? <laughs> Which means that I can definitely vamp for about a minute and I think it'll be fine. Be what it do. <laughs> who who owns the hype? Definitely. Like, who owns it? What do like, you mean? Like, so, so like Fat Light Spear says like, I grasp your hand tight. So does that mean that like, it's, it's from- So yeah, it's, it's, up to interpret- it's up to interpretation. If you want oh, yeah. to keep it from uh, Fel's perspective, do it. Like. Okay. <laughs> it's arts. It's arts. Okay, okay. I didn't think about that. Yeah. Third person for now on. Okay, I'm not going to have this be my line, but just so everyone knows, I was definitely thinking of inputting powerful thighs become weak. Just so long as we're all on the same page. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing, though. No, but that's so okay. good. I, I mean, that's, that's a minute, though. become weak. <laughs> okay. Powerful thighs become we That's seven syllables. It is. Hey, I I know the rules. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay. Uh, so that's, How are you that's guys fine, doing? Uh, no, that was that was uh, that was the joke line. That's that was the, the joke one. line. Okay. The Not first the thing I thought. Of. So then are I'll you guys ready? First. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, should I read the first part of the haiku? Read the first line. Let's hear it, okay. and it's yeah. <laughs> so I grasp I grasp your hand tight. And ghosts fly into your face. <laughs> Beautiful, I love it. Real straightforward, like that. Yeah. Uh, I grasp your hand tight and pray the heavens may close. I mean, <laughs> would powerful thighs become weak be better? <laughs> I mean, I really liked the powerful thighs, but at the same time, like. I'll, t- I'll take the heavens closing. I'll give you guys that one. All right, all right, cool, um, cool. The, the, go- the ghost of the face, also very entertaining, though. I appreciate it. Um, but the, So the are you feeling going sentimental to- or comedic here? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm so torn. I'm honestly, like, that's where I live. I live in both realms. I am both ready to laugh and cry at the same time, like at all times. Love it. Um, what was the line, by the way? And pray the heavens Close and pray the heavens may close. May close. Thank you. So uh, that's the second line. Now we're going to go back to the other two for the final round. Uh, so you guys have to go once again uh, back and forth, um, chatting, like describing what's going on, whatever you want to do, establish stuff, and then um, we'll do the thing. Do <laughs> I've had this radio show for a year, and then we'll do the haiku. Um, so, uh, why don't you guys go I, for it? I wish to waltz with her, but I wait for her permission. <laughs> the permission does not come. 
I I I I am crestfallen. Turn my back on you. I feel my sanity sleep slipping, so I give in to my rage. Um, I hear the the toll of Archibus Bell, and I don't know. <laughs> Fuck. I fall to the ground and I kick up the dust with my feet, and I feel the rhythm of the earth. Um, I I push the dust with the wind like, into a vortex around you. The vortex cannot stop me from moving to the music in my head. I begin to, uh, clear a path to the temple door. I spin with the vortex into a beautiful ballet that summons the clouds above and brings thunderous applause. I make the lightning crack and, and cause a wildfire to burn a path leading away from the temple towards, towards the valley below. I shout to the heavens and to you, unwavering flame, why would you burn this world that you seem to love so much? Ooh, I mean, it's a controlled burn. Like, hold up. <laughs> really, the unwavering flame? <laughs> <laughs> This is this is not like I'm setting fire to the forest. This is like a path like shoots its way I heard across fire. I'm I'm just saying. In a path, it creates a path to the temple. <laughs> mm-hmm. sure. From from the temple to the, like the city in the valley. And so, are you gonna your next line? <laughs> this um, has been many interesting lines. Just just turned into this an is, argument. This is just setting up the scene, right? This isn't actually <laughs> what you base the winning points off of. No, 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 no. You're good. Cool, cool. <laughs> um, I I shout to. <laughs> Um, fuck, what is your character's name? Lightspear! Chief Draga? I I shout to Lightspear, you set my world, you burned my world to ash. Bitch. I will write. (laughs) Okay, great. Um, okay. So, do you guys have your first two lines? Yeah, they're already at it. Alright. So, essentially, yeah. So, they're gonna do this. Uh, they're gonna get, um, we're gonna decide who's the winner. They have to use, um, the other two lines that we established, uh, from the other rounds. Uh, and then we'll see, uh, who got the winning, um, line for the last one. This one costs three dice. Excuse me. This one costs three dice, um, which, again, will go into, uh, what the dice rolling means in just a minute. In fact, in just, like, 15 seconds, so... I imagine that if we were all in the same place, like, the two people who are helping could, like, help you write the line. But since we're not... Oh, okay. That is a minute, people. Where you at? Finish up your lines. I'm good. (laughs) Uh, Whatever, fuck. Kelly is giving me the most frustrated arm (laughs) waves right now. It's great. Um, I can't write under pressure. (laughs) Who's gonna share? So, uh, I grasp your hand tight. And pray the heavens may close, but lips spark fire. All right. It's in the opposite direction. Uh, lips. Lips. Lips I've seen is counting. one <laughs> syllable. <laughs> but like, if you say it like, lips. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Lips is so 
flowers. Sorry, I was saying your lips spark. So <laughs> you say, but can lipsies. I get, can I get a re-edit real quick? <laughs> lipsies. <laughs> but my lips spark fire. My lips spark fire. Okay, but my there lips spark fire. Okay, cool. Okay. Oh, I'm trying. Doing great. Okay. Mine is, I grasp your hand tight and pray the heavens may close. Your tears fall like rain. All right. Which is it? Sparks or rain? I want to vote. Of course like you want to vote. vote. Everyone should vote. No, this isn't a vote thing. I'm the emperor. It's, it's my rule. Democracy. It's my rule. <laughs> you can be emperor next time. Um, actually, fun fact, like in a game where everyone is playing, you can just like rotate through who's the emperor. Um, oh yeah, that sounds great. Because this is, you know, my show, <laughs> I thought that I would just facilitate. <laughs> um, but yeah, Mostly you can definitely- a benevolent dictator. Yes, yeah, so great. You can definitely share the responsibility if you're playing on your own time. But uh, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say the rain. I'm gonna say the rain yes. line. What? What was that line again, Kelly? Um, your tears fall like rain. Your tears fall like rain. I'm, just I'm definitely down feeling more things. sentimental today, apparently. And that um, one's worth three points. Is that each was worth line? three dice. So here's here's what's been going on. So at the end of a duel, which we're now at the end, um, we have the resolution. So each warrior poet has a set number of dice that they have to roll. See, I told you this was still an RPG. Um, <laughs> so. Each uh, has a set of dice. They're all D6s, they're all six-sided dice. And um, the idea is that they're supposed to roll the number of dice that they have. And um, once they roll this dice, uh, they will decide, they will count how many matches, how many times the dice have the same number. And whoever has the most of those um, wins the duel, essentially. Uh, and as you've been going on doing these uh, haiku battles, um, I have awarded you dice depending on what, which round you've successfully won. So, um, Fell Lightspear, you won round one. Uh, so you have one extra dice for that. Um, and I get a spring bonus. And you have the spring bonus, so definitely add another dice for that. Um, Unwavering Flame, you have, um, won two of the rounds, you and uh, your compatriot. So for round two, you got two extra dice. For round three, you got three extra dice. So that's five more, di that's five dice total for you. Wow, I'm doomed. Um, we both, do we both start out with three as a baseline? Yes, yeah, so I was just I was just about to say, these are add-ons to your base, which is three. Um, and I figure since you have people helping you, um, Archivist, uh, Perry, and Honey Bear, you can contribute your three dice to their roll. Damn. Okay. Oh, cool. So I have eight. And I have 11. So yeah. now you guys have to roll uh, a lot of dice. So, Aaron, what is the establishing truths uh, feature that comes along with before rolling a player may spend their so, dice to establish a truth? So, before rolling a player may establish a truth, but we're running really low on time, so I don't nope, know if fair. we have time to explore <laughs> that feature to be fair. Um, that's, that's fair. I rolled. Um, I did too. So do you have how many matches you have? I have three ones. I have three threes. 
Okay, so when two when both of them have the same number of matches, the higher numeral wins. So, um, Unwavering Flame and Archivist Perry, you have one. So no summon dead? <laughs> I do you like probably... this picture that we've painted, though, that it's like, we both like fell to the ground, you grasped my hand, and I just started crying. Can't set a wildfire, Missy. It was a path. <laughs> <laughs> and a vortex. Gosh, so yeah, much. Very dramatic. Destruction. Um, not a lot of dancing. Not a lot of <laughs> I was ballet in, this, in the vortex of a tornado, and I tried to dance with Unwavering Flame, but she rejected me. That's I true. confused him with the vortex, and he couldn't summon the ghosts. The and ghosts there was some tap dancing. Confused. I don't know if you caught this, but tap dancing on the dust. That's, that's... Yeah, okay. Yeah, See, that was your dancing. problem. There's right. no noise if you're trying to tap on dust. The, the music in my lost. head. <laughs> I have the music of Isn't the world. Isn't that soft shoeing? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, so that means that um, Unwavering Flame, you have successfully kept the uh, borders open for the Sky Tower. Um, As it should be. You also earn a glory point, um, which if we were to have time to do more dueling would help you in the future. Um, and, but this is, I think, where we unfortunately have to leave it uh, with a lot still to go and a lot of drama still in the air. We always, should we reiterate the resulting haiku? Glorious uh, Emperor, should, should you read it? Absolutely. <laughs> Great, so in summary, uh, we have reached this point uh, in the lives of these beautiful warrior poets. Um, they have had this experience. I grasp your hand tight and pray the heavens may close. Your tears fall like rain. Oh, the end. Um, <laughs> we did it. Uh, we did it help, once again in somewhat haphazard fashion, uh, but that's the way I love to do these things. Uh, thank you guys again so much, my beautiful friends, for being here uh, on the anniversary of my show. I super appreciate y'all. Um, and I we super appreciate you for inviting us. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I super appreciate all of the listeners uh, who have stuck around or who are new and uh, who might be uh, checking out for the first time or falling in love with whoever. I hope that you guys um, try gaming for yourselves. I know that a lot of the stuff we do here is weird and sometimes very experimental, and but it's a lot of fun. And I hope that you guys get expired to play the same way that I try to play every week too. So make sure to listen. Um, there's definitely more to come and just thank you guys. Thanks so much. Until next time. Bye. 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 Bye.